Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. The sequel Twisters is coming next year, and we've got the owner of the Twister Movie Museum, Richard Gross. He's with us actually live from Wakita. And of course, we've got some hurricane, hashtag weather fools. And of course, another installment of Weather Trollbot 5000. It's all on Stormfront Woo! Freaks Live! What? Going green. <gasps> Greenage. Saddle now. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather show. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks Live. Uh, thanks to all our Patreon teammates that are scrolling across the bottom of the screen that help support the show. You can also join our team as well as get access to interact on our exclusive Facebook group. Uh, we've got our co-hosts. We've got over 50 of our past guests on there as well. I've also got a number of tiers, including some with some exclusive merchandise, uh, but you can help support our show for as little as $5 a month, and you can find out more and get those details at stormfrontfreaks.com. Uh, it's always happy hour when we record. Uh, someone's drinking something usually all the time, uh, but this is always a great way for us to introduce our co-hosts, the ones that are joining us tonight. Uh, find out what they're drinking so you know we like to have a little fun here. Who do we got, Greg? I'm going to go to you, <laughs> our storm chaser and photographer up in Canada. What are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking Canadian whiskey, of course, uh, as usual. Canadian whiskey, and I got Coke in there. But, uh, Phil, what the hell does Greg sits on a throne of lies? What the hell does that mean on your... on your? I don't, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Your, what what the know. hell is that about? What's going on? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I don't see anything. For those, of you, for those of you listening to the audio version of this, Phil's name uh, on the screen says, Phil Johnson, Greg sits on a throne of lies. So, Phil, what's going on with that? Uh, I don't know if, if uh, I, I would just encourage you to listen to the last show. All right, then we got Dina Knightley. Uh, Dina's down in Atlanta. She's our meteorologist uh, over at uh, the Weather Channel Digital. What uh, What are you drinking, Dina? I'm drinking just white wine, but I'm drinking out of my uh, old oh. Continental Airlines. Wow, classic blast from the past. That's when I started. When I worked for the oh. airlines, it was still the red meatball. <laughs> wow did did you uh, Pan Am? What were they still in business then too? Or um, I don't think so. I started like in yeah, I don't 90, know when they stopped. like January of ninety. Okay. I was still a teenager. Continent. Uh huh. Outstanding. Okay. I'll turn it over to you, Greg. Who do we got here tonight? Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I have uh, been to the, the Twister Museum. I don't even know how many times. But listen, we've got uh, Richard Gross with us. And, and Richard began his career chasing supercells and other extreme weather throughout the Midwest and Ohio Valley regions and witnessed his first tornado on June 2nd, 1990 in a suburb of Phil Cincinnati and he was just nine years old but uh, since then he has intercepted tornadoes across 13 states including uh, the Great Plains and the Deep South and now runs uh, a severe weather country expedition storm tours SWC with his wife Mandy uh, and listen gang he is the owner of the Twister Museum in Wakita Oklahoma like the Wakita Oklahoma, and he per and it was purchased by Richard and his wife in April of 2022. Now, listen, Richard, I've been there. Like I said, I, I don't even know how many times. Uh, first question is: Is the Tornado Hunters shirt still hanging on the wall in the upper, uh, the southwest, southeast corner of the building? Wow, he's putting you on the spot, <laughs> like looking. right away. It, Welcome it to the show. It's, it is. Awesome. It awesome. Well, it, quite beautifully, yes. Well, listen, we're all excited about this uh, about this show and about having you on because, uh, you know, with the new movie coming out, uh, there's going to be a lot more attention brought on to you guys and, and you know, the whole, uh, you know, history of the, the movie Twister and Storm Chasing. You've been doing this for a long time. How did the actual movie impact your 
uh, uh, journey in storm chasing? And is it like sometimes surreal to sit back and think you're owning this museum now? Honestly, yes, that uh, that's great questions. Um, it is surreal. It, it is, and, and daily, it just hits me, you know, that, you know, a movie that came out when I was 15 years old, you know, impacted me so greatly that I would, one, make a career out of some of the content in the movie, but, but not only that, but just to have been a part of the storm chasing community at large for all of these years, for the last 27 years since Twister came out, but, and to be able to be here and celebrate all of those years with like-minded people and chasers and super fans, as we call them here at the museum, it's just extraordinary to be a part of. It must be pretty cool when you've got a tour group, you know, you pick them up in Oklahoma City, they've flown in from, you've probably had people from all over the world show up, right? And so, and, mm -hmm. and and probably, you know, it's a down day, you know, we know you're going to have blue skies all day, and it's like, come on over to my place, you know, we'll, uh, <laughs> I'll show you Dorothy, I'll, uh, I'll show you the uh, Twister pinball machine, that's got to be kind of a cool experience for them. Um, honestly, yes. Um, you know, while while most storm tour groups do stop by the museum as kind of part of the whole tradition, um, you know, we do have kind of that capability to kind of come here. Uh, we've done our weather presentations here. We've watched um, the movie here. You know, oh man, um, nice. things yes um i'm i'm looking for an invite i'm looking for an invite on that one richard yeah we'll be over yes well first off too what's your favorite part of the movie great what's your favorite part of the movie um so my favorite well i have a the whole movie but um i would say my favorite part is i have a soft spot for dorothy um for dorothy one uh, just from the very first time I saw the machine in real life, it was just like a kid in a candy store. And I'm just like, there's no way that I'm seeing this right now, you know? And um, I would say it's probably the first tornado intercept. Um, you know, I think that's real life. I think that could happen to someone. You know, I think that's that has happened to people um, in the storm environment um, where they've had to just find any and all or you know, any recluse whatsoever to try to survive, you know, some of the violent tornadoes that, you know, we've been accustomed to, you know, hearing about seeing um, and surveying as well over the years. How much impact would you say the movie has had on the guests? Like how many guests wouldn't even be thinking about coming storm chasing on one of your tours if they hadn't seen the movie? Yeah, I think that's a contributor. I think the movie contributed not only to, you know, storm chasing tourism, as there's actually several of us out here, um, you know, great groups, great folks that just absolutely are safe and, you know, always doing the right things, making the right calls. Um, but I think it's so much deeper than that and that not, you know, we found that the movie, you know, hadn't just impacted people that were kind of adrenaline based or, you know, it was really all encompassing anywhere from, you know, um, increased enrollment rates at, at universities that excel in meteorology to um, the storm tracker network to, um, you know, an increase in ham radio operators, you know, it just, it was so all encompassing when Twister came out that, you know, I was privileged to be able to, witness all of the changes that really started rapidly occurring after the release um especially when it comes to you know weather research and tornado research and you know tim samaris and paul and carl young um, those guys are a testament of you know where we were headed and, and are headed in terms of you know increasing our lead times increasing the, the the ability to know where the bigger tornadoes are going to occur the more violent tornadoes so we can get that information out just even a little bit quicker makes a difference so richard um 
tell me about your tourism, your SWC Expedition Storm Tours. I looked at your website and you're booked up already. <laughs> I think for 2024, it looked That's like you were booked up. So how early does somebody need to book if they want to come with you? Uh, yeah, so that's a good question. And I think all of the companies that, you know, do do this out here all, all kind of uh, work the same way in regards to the bookings and things like that. Um, we only take 36 people per season. Um, but in that, most of the tours are booked, you know, six to 12 months in advance. Um, about 30% of our guest load is international. Um, and that ranges over about 15 to 17 countries. Um, worldwide. And then the other 70% come from here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And um, some of those folks come back year after year, um, as we have about a 30% return guest rate as well. So um, it's really like, you know, building a small community of people that are like minded, they, they enjoy the, the, you know, to be able to come out and just take a different kind of vacation, one that's not the beach or the mountains, you know, this way they can see small town America, they can see mother nature in just ways that they just, you just can't see her, her, him or her at home. What, what was yep. the process, Richard, deciding that you wanted to take your passion for chasing <laughs> and that you wanted to take it to the next level and actually start a tour company? Cause that, I mean, that's certainly not easy. I'd have to imagine your insurance bills are, are a little high on that. Um, but they there's a big are. process in that. So I guess what, why did you decide to do that? And what, what was the pains going through the process? So um, that's a great question because I think for all of us, it's different, you know, um, you know, extreme tornado tours, tornadic expeditions, tempest tours. I think we all kind of have our own unique story and, and Mandy and I, um, you know, we had had we had already been accustomed to taking people out with us just privately, just not for hire, um, where we would take friends, we would take family members, you know, things like that. Um, and then, you know, you got the general sense that when we would do that and when we would talk about it, that there was a, a fairly sizable demand for people that, you know, were really wanting to go out and see Mother Nature with people that can do it safely and with people that have the right technologies and the right information. Um, but it wasn't really until I started looking around at the business as it was at that time. And it largely seemed that there just simply still weren't enough companies to take the amount of people that wanted to go. Um, and, you know, with the Twisters movie release, you know, we think that may even propel the storm chasing tourism you know, model even further uh, than what we've seen in, in, you know, the last 20 years. But um, I think it, you know, it's impactful. Uh, tornadoes, we've even found that, you know, tornado outbreaks are impactful to the, you know, to people that their interest level, you know, if there's a tornado outbreak in Indiana, we get someone that books from Indiana a week later, you know, it's just, it's kind of a, a relevance thing with the weather, things are going. So what have you had any struggles? Because um, you, Norm, Mandy are meteorologists, correct? Correct. So what? So I'm just curious because I'm not either. Um, uh, Me neither. Yeah. So so what are the challenge? Have you faced some challenges or naysayers or anything with the fact that hey, you're running a tour company? Uh, I think you've got a meteorologist on your team, but for you and Mandy to say, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, I guess any, did you have any challenges or naysayers in that process? Um, honestly, no. Um, we really had, had, you know, no issues from that regard, largely because, you know, people know me by name from, you know, decades ago. Whereas, you know, we were, we had storm chasing teams that were sponsored by TV meteorologists in the Cincinnati area back in the early 2000s. So, you know, this has been a lifelong journey for not only myself and maybe not quite as long for Mandy as far as the storm chasing um, end of things, um, although she's been a, a fan of the movie since it, its release in 96. Um, and in and speaking on behalf of Mandy, um, you know, it was really her ability to go out and be a... Um, you know, A, be a good photographer um, in the early years, but 
but B, her, her guest relations are just top notch and her navigation skills are just unbelievable, you know, and it's, it's that what is what you need, you know, almost more importantly than the driver of the, of the uh, storm chasing tour group. Uh, just in that the navigator is handling just so much information in very short periods of time. Um, so kudos to her for, for her role with not only the expeditions, but here at the museum, as um, she's been part of um, a, quite of a resurgence of, of bringing folks here and having a good social media presence. And uh, we have our uh, big event coming up on September 23rd. Um, where we're unveiling our new tornado uh, simulator here at the museum. Ooh. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, so uh, we've installed a, uh, it's a tornado simulator or a hurricane simulator where the winds actually go up to 78 miles per hour. Um, the, there's voice activation where it's, you know, you know yelling at you, the, the winds are roaring. Um, it's it's very entertaining for the kids and the teens and even some of us adults. Uh, we can uh, find a way to enjoy it. Um, but furthermore, uh, we're going to have uh, replica vehicles here. We're going to have one of the screen used Jeeps from Twister here. Uh, we've got Dorothy one, of course, um, and we're going to have a lot of other festivities throughout the day. Um, so anyone within five, six, maybe upwards of 10 hours come out. It's on a Saturday wow. all day long. Um, and it is called Enter the Suck Zone. And uh, we're going to have new T-shirts. That have, uh, Make sure you clarify that. Uh, yeah, little little homage to Philip that, Seymour um, Hoffman there. Yes. And that's what, and that's what we're celebrating this year um, is his role in Twister. Mm -hmm. And the shirt that we have for this year's celebration um, actually has the barn burner on it for the very first time. Um, so it's going nice. to be a pretty hot commodity this year. So, <laughs> so Richard, listen, you mentioned 96, right? It's hard to believe, uh, you know, Phil and I, and uh, while well, Dina was involved, at least in one of them, uh, we did our, uh, storm chase or, uh, twister drinking game, right. Uh, where you, you, yeah. you have all the different things that you do when, when they do dumb stuff on the show. Uh, but, um, how many times have you tipped, uh, a shot glass watching the movie twister over the years 30 years man that's crazy it really is and you know i've probably seen it i can't even tell you how many times it's just ridiculous how many times three four hundred at least and i didn't watch really? it all the way through those times but it was on we play it you know on the way to chase targets um you know we play supercell we play into the <laughs> storm it's you know it's just it's Name really your favorite Van Halen song, quick. Va favorite um, Van Halen yeah. song. Uh, uh, Humans being. It's actually yeah, respect man. the wind, though. But oh, it's actually yeah, for right. me, respect the wind. Yes. Right, got but it. But humans being is number two. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So um, where, where do you live? I want to know where you live. Like, where do you guys live, and how are you able to keep the store? Like, are both you and Mandy um, man doing the store Who's doing the store and how long does it take you to get there? Because you don't live in Wakita, correct? Uh, that is correct. So uh, Mandy and I, um, so we've lived in Oklahoma a couple different times. As you know, storm chasing brings you to the best action as, as usually, <laughs> as usual anyway. Um, but we actually have been living back here in Oklahoma for the last couple of years, working here at the museum and being able to do so many amazing things with the museum. Um, but we live about 20 minutes outside of Waukita in rural Grant, uh, Grant County and only takes us about 20 minutes to get here. And, you know, we're open four hours a day, April through August, or, uh, April through August, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. And then we do off season appointments, um, September through March, where when people are knowing they're going to be coming through, uh, because we are so far out here, um, people will call and schedule appointments. Uh, for tours, and then we will meet them up at those uh, at those prescribed times. Richard, um, in our intro, you, it, we said you got the museum in uh, 2022. So you haven't had it that long. Correct. Like, how did you come to the opportunity of getting this museum? Um, so uh, it was part and parcel that I had been here at least 
50 times, maybe 40 <laughs> times to be realistic. But, um, you know, as, as being a storm chasing tour operator, one of my, you know, one of my uh, weekly chores is to stop by the museum and support the cause, right? Um, and also be able to kind of showboat to the guests that, you know, this, this, there's this wonderful place, which is half the reason you're even here, um, that you should see. And then when we bring them here, it's just, you know, there's just nothing that really parallels that besides going out and getting them tornadoes and being, you know, being within safe distance and stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's really fun to be, to be working here. And what ended up happening is, uh, Miss Linda, Linda Wade, um, she actually ran this museum, owned and operated it privately um, for the first 26 years wow. of its existence. Yes, and, and Miss Linda just is the absolute most wonderful woman you'll ever meet. And, you know, even though she didn't really necessarily have an interest in storms or anything like that, it was her and her husband who owned the building that the museum stands in now. And they actually let the movie studios use this building as part of the movie making process back in the summer of 1995 when Twister was filmed here. And so, wow. so, so listen, you can't you can't answer Dorothy, okay? You can't that you are not allowed to say Dorothy. That's off the table. Next favorite memento or trinket or just thing in the museum that you think my god i can't believe i own this um i'm gonna so obviously you know dorothy but uh bill paxton's <laughs> football for me bill paxton's wow. football nice yeah. yep very that, cool that, anything, is, anything. that is insane yeah 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 i'll, I'll for, say this i want to let you know richard i just today got in the mail uh i don't have it with me but a um uh uh what's his first name carrie always is that his yeah name? carrie always yeah mm -hmm. uh a signed twister trading card of his that i just got oh. and and i've oh, got wow. another oh, i've got awesome. another one coming from uh, uh aunt meg uh what's her name lois or Lori? yeah lois smith yes lois smith so she signed a twister That's trading awesome. card too that we got i've got coming We'll have that be oh, a giveaway sometime, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would be great. So, um, oh, yeah, quick, so what do you got there, Greg? Football. Oh, yeah. Tell tell us about the football. Tell us about the football. Um, so during the summer of '95, when they were filming over at Aunt Meg's house, Bill Paxton would actually throw this football with folks here in town at the corner of Elm and Apache Streets, right here in Waukeda, and. Would you know that he held on to the ball in it, at his private residence in California for 14 years after filming Wrapped here? No and kidding. Then donated it to the museum in 2010. Wow. That is pretty cool. Wow. So nice. that wasn't something that uh, someone just got a hold of right away after filming. No. Nope. held on to that for a while. And, uh, cool. And if you watch the movie closely enough, you will see that this same very football in the movie. <laughs> nice. I remember. I remember. The, yeah, I remember the scene because it's out in front of Aunt Meg's house, right? That they're tossing the ball. That is correct. That's it. That's it. Well, yep. I'll tell you what, everybody. Um, you know, we're, we're talking twisters, but we also know both the West and the East Coast. They've gotten their uh, first hit from tropical storms. So don't let the next one catch you off guard. Uh, so go to windstormproducts.com and get your supplies right now. Our friends at Windstorm Products, they have the world's largest online selection, whether it's hurricane hardware uh, for your home or your business, you can check them out. They've also got a great selection of flood prevention products. Uh, they've got some really neat uh, tools. So plan now and shop windstormproducts.com for your hurricane hardware and shutter installation tools so tell you what we're going to take a short break and uh, we're going to be right back with more from richard and talking twisters let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat delicious things to eat the popcorn can't be beat 
The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. So we are back. Uh, we've got Richard Gross is the owner of the Twister Movie Museum. Uh, Richard, so we've talked a little bit about Twisters, the, the sequel that's scheduled to come out next year um, with this actor strike and writer strike going on right now. <laughs> Who knows if yeah. uh, we'll stick to that schedule. But um, one thing I do know, and I don't know if you knew this, because I, I did meet you and your wife at the National Storm Chaser Summit this past year. Um, did you know that there was someone from the Twisters movie that was actually at that event, uh, but just didn't want it known at the time? Really? Yeah, okay, yeah. so you didn't know that. <laughs> there was. Um, so there's actually nope. someone that, that came in and, and they asked not to, for, for you know, not to say anything or whatever, but uh, there was someone from the movie. So I want to know this, what, what, what do you know about the movie or uh, any details about it that you've read about that you can share for people? Um, so yeah, we, we do know of just a few odds and ends, you know, nothing, nothing more specific than that. Um, I think a lot of us were largely surprised when we found out that they had about 13 Oklahoma towns, you know, laid out as far as doing scenes. Um, I think a lot of us thought if they were to do another Twister movie, um, that, you know, a lot of it may be done in California or in studios in new york or whatever have you and then we learned that they were coming back to oklahoma and you know i think that gave a lot of us a sense that you know they're going to try to bring this movie back to its roots at least in some form or fashion um we do know you know glenn powell is the the lead male role um what we do know about glenn is that um he's pretty geared up or was pretty geared up for the movie um, and I think he still is as far as getting that done uh, when everything gets resolved. Um, but we, from what we've heard and what we've seen, um, you know, they're, they're going to be doing some things from the first movie to kind of help out throughout the second movie. So um, we're pretty excited here. I know a lot of the super fans were a little bit discouraged at first. Um, but you know, I think if you read enough and you think about it, you know, the same three studios are doing the Twisters movie that did Twister. Um, uh, I believe that, you know, they'll, they'll do a, a pretty good job with it. It makes me wonder, are they going out to Oklahoma during severe weather season or are they going out there to get the background and then add in the storms to keep the accuracy, uh, so of course, too? Yeah, so I'll say this about Oklahoma this year while they were filming. Um, it just wasn't ideal for storms. You know, um, our chase season, we, we put in about 19,000 miles and chased just about everywhere but Oklahoma. You know, really? so um, it was probably, yeah, it was probably largely difficult for them to get stuff nearby. But I think it is, you know, kind of more of a combination of just wanting to get a lot of this done with the Oklahoma landscape. And then through post-production, they'll be able to kind of wrap everything else up, if that makes sense. They did. I, I had heard or I had seen they actually put out a request for storm chasers that had vehicles or storm chasing type vehicles. They were actually going to pay as extras to be in the film, I think, in May. Uh, was when they were doing a yeah. lot of the shooting uh, May of this year of 2023. Uh, so How I did saw we that. not get right. in on that, Phil? Well, I think we, like I think we, yeah. bucks a week or something. It really wasn't. Yeah, Dean, I remember we, 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 we had a discussion uh, on one of the shows. I don't know if you were on it, but it was like they were like wanting you to give up your day of chasing on the planes in oh, may for a hundred bucks it was like bucks. and it was like 12 hours or something it like all day cool. 12 hours yeah well for a yeah, hundred bucks cool. 
Well, Dina, when you've done as much film and television as I have, you know, uh, hundred dollars a day is oh, it's, uh, yeah. it's no big deal. It's no you biggie. Know, uh, so I, I also heard this, and and this could be a rumor, Richard. I don't know what you've heard, but that the um, that at one point uh, Helen Hunt a- had actually put in a proposal or a drafted script for a Twister sequel. Uh, that wasn't that they the the studio didn't accept, and then that now the story so the the actors that I've seen that are in the film a lot of them are just not ones that I'm really familiar with which is fine that doesn't matter but uh, one of them apparently it, it the story might center around is the daughter of of uh, Bill and and Helen's character right that 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 was maybe that has something to do with it. But this this is your key, right? Is that it has something to do with tours. Um, it brings in the tour aspect of the chasing industry. So that might really be up your alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really does. You know, that's going to be um, fruitful in one sense, but also kind of uh, concerning in another sense because, um, you know, one of the more re- recent and recent, you know, really starting about 15 years ago. So not quite recent, but. It has been happening each year is that, um, you know, these the storm chaser convergence and the amount of folks that are out on the road, whether it be just, you know, chasers at large or actual, you know, um, citizens who are coming out to try to see tornadoes as well. Um, when you couple that with law enforcement, emergency management and other rescue personnel that are out on the roads, um, plus your normal commerce, um, a transportation it's getting you know to the point that like on moderate and high risk days um there's just too many people out on the roads and you know mm-hmm. so while it's fruitful for the storm chasing tour operators and you know folks that want to come out and see the stuff um it, i think it's going to be about you know maybe even increasing safety measures even just a little bit more as we go forward um because we'll have to combat that issue uh, Mangum, Oklahoma, 2019, um, and there's been some other issues. Uh, El Reno, 2013, um, there were store, uh, storm chaser convergence zones that um, led to problems. Richard, you so, got to come you know, up to the Northern Plains, a little South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota chasing. Boy, there's no chaser convergence up here. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is. It really is. Um, we actually have that luxury in our on our last tours of the year, um, our Majestic Mamatis tour and our uh, Violent Vortex tour always take us up into like Wyoming, Northeast Colorado, Nebraska, South Dakota, Southern Minnesota, um, and even parts of Iowa. Uh, we love those areas. It's very peaceful. It's very quiet. And it's just you and the storm up there. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Tell us, tell us a little bit. I want to know about Cincinnati. So I live, uh, I live in Cincinnati, Richard. Um, is the is that tornado that you first? That's your first tornado that you saw, right? Was in the Cincinnati area. Was that the one that kind of went near Montgomery? Um, and that one was actually April 9th, nineteen ninety nine, um, in Blue Ash, Ohio. Okay. It was an F four. Um, but the one on June second, nineteen ninety, actually started in Dearborn 90. County, Indiana. Um, okay. Yep, and then it uh, it really touched down and became violent at um, Harrison in Harrison, Ohio, in West Harrison, and then um, it became an F four as it traversed um, the Westchester um, the Westchester area. So just you know, you're so just north of Cincinnati by about twelve to thirteen miles. Yeah. So is that where did you see it, or where was the, or was this something you were? involved in um so i lived in sharonville ohio i went to you know school there i went to sharonville elementary went to princeton high school um in that area and and living in sharonville that's the town just to the south of westchester and um just just to the south and southeast and um where i lived i could see the northern sky i could see parts of westchester from where i lived and, you know, it, and this tornado came through at night. So it was about 45 minutes after dark, maybe 35 minutes. And, you know, the storm was coming in from the west, southwest. And all I saw was just a dark wedge in the lightning strikes and somewhat of the lights from the city. 
um, where you could see just this just titanic wedge coming across um, the the fair uh, wet or East Fairfield going into Westchester, Ohio. Um, and then my my dad took me out the next day to Tylersville Road, uh, which mm-hmm. had been decimated by that tornado. Yeah, and you know, being nine years old, that's a pretty impactful event to see. Yeah, that's crazy. There, you know, and there's that. There's kind of a little hill between uh, Sharonville and Blue Ash that you can get up a little bit oh, higher and see a, a much, much broader view of that western yeah, horizon that's... too. So that's kind of right in that area. Um, Listen, yeah, uh, I Richard, lived on... on that hill in Sharonville. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. Really? Okay, there, there you go. Yes. You had a good view. Yeah. On the wall behind you, Richard, yes. there's a couple classic uh, uh, marketing photos from the movie. Right. These are some of the iconic yes. ones. Um, who would you say you identify most with, uh, Bill or Joe? Um, I would say, I would say Bill. Um, oh, just of course you because... do. Of course, of course you would. Of course you would. Right. You're gonna put look, drop a little sand <laughs> out of your out of your out of the palm of your hand and I, watch I the wind. I do. Uh-huh. It's... It's bad. I do it. It's, you know, the guests, I just do it to mess with them. It's just something we do. And, uh, have you ever you had know, a fist it's, fight it's with a, with a, have you ever had a fist fight with another, uh, with another, uh, chaser? Like, just like, even just like a setup, just to like uh, the Jonas and Bill thing going on? Almost. We'll just put it that way. Almost. <laughs> but, but never have I had to do what Bill did. <laughs> nice but it's all it was it was it's all good nowadays so yep good stuff yes dina do you got do you got another question <laughs> no i'm good okay um well i'll tell you what i you know the, we mentioned this earlier richard and um we greg said we do have a drinking game yeah, Twister yeah. drinking game mm-hmm. so if you want access to that uh, just let me know we'll hook you up with the stormfront freaks uh, twister drinking and game. if i remember correctly phil we didn't watch the end of the yeah, movie because we had so much to drink <laughs> we were we were definitely definitely yeah. under the table i think on that one so uh we'll tell you what hey that was the sound if you heard that uh it's time for our lightning round so this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions we get to play with our guests and uh um you live on a throne of lies greg <laughs> Live on a throne of lies. But uh, tonight, so you're, you're going to like this one, Richard, what we're going to play. I think everyone's going to like this, so you can play along at home as well. Um, but we're going to call this one Name That Tornado Movie. Excellent. All right, so, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some uh, short video clips. And then I'm going to give you a multiple choice, Richard, of uh, names of potential movies of what you just saw and then you just have to tell me which one you think it was um uh, greg and dina they're allowed to kind of help you out if if they want to give you some advice multiple choice too they can do that a little better yeah so so it is is going to be multiple choice sharknado Um, seven that's my answer for everything (laughs) so uh that might might be where i struggle on the sharknados but uh oh uh oh (laughs) Uh, so here's here's the first, Richard, here's the first clip. You're going to tell the people what's really going on? We're going to tell them what they need to know to survive. The storm's increasing in strength. Jeff Fahey, Kari Wurr. Let's go. Oh, wow. All right, so you just saw that clip. So here is your multiple choice. Was that movie titled Alien Tornado, Storm Cover-Up, or E.T. Extraterrestrial Twisters. <laughs> what, that third one is... What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to go with A. <sighs> Alien Tornado? What was wow. B? That is correct. That, that is correct. Okay. Good job. All right, you're on I a roll. I think I saw Alien Tornado. <laughs> yeah, I must have missed that one in you the theaters. Yeah. It. It's, I, I'm not saying you <laughs> have to go watch these. Like, like, that's weird. <laughs> All right, here's the next clip. Yeah. 
Okay, classic. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh classic. My God. So was that was yeah. that clip called Exploding Twisters, Fire Nado, or Beavis and Butthead Light a Fart? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, wow. Fire Nado. I'm going to go with that, too. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. too. That's it. Fire, fire that, looked, that one really looked terrible. Like, terrible. That one like, looked, looked really supernatural because it was chasing them. Yeah. All yeah. right, next clip. Not good. Next. <laughs> we got a twister. We're trying to control the weather for years. No, this doesn't look like control. This looks more like out of control. Wow. Yeah, it's out of control. I'll, it I'll, is uh, out of control. I'll chime in on that one. Uh, okay, so here's your multiple choice, Richard. Was that Ice oh. Twisters, Time Twister, or The Next Day After the Day After Tomorrow? Phil <laughs> <laughs> has fun making these up, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm going to go with um, the A answer. Uh, uh, ice Twisters. What was that called again? Ice Twisters. Does that sound right? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ice Twisters. Yes. That was correct. Wow. That was Ice Twisters. At some point, like Frozen something. Wow, the Twister Museum guy's on a roll. <laughs> he is. <laughs> All right, I've next seen clip. a lot of those. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, next clip. When a mysterious storm. It's the city of Boston. Check this out. Meteorite? You're the scientist. You tell me. It brings two old friends back together. Guys, come on. You know me. I'm pressed. You're a weatherman. All right. You're a weatherman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that clip, uh, Richard, was that from Meteor Storm, Mm. Stone Nados, (laughs) or Sputnik Falling? (laughs) I'm going to go with the classic. Answer of A again. Meteor storm. Yes. yes. Wow. Stone nados. Stone nado. That was stone nados. Never stone even heard of it. Seen a preview for that one. Check it out. Look pretty good. Out, out of curiosity, <laughs> Phil, where the hell did you find these clips? Yeah, no kidding. Ah, uh, you can find nice. everything on YouTube. Find everything on YouTube. All right, last one, last clip. Here right. we go. Jim, you've got to get down from Nature's fury took her husband. Jim, do you read me? Now she won't stop. We have seven. I repeat, seven tornadoes. Till she finds out why. Get back in the car. Hey! Got a death wish or something? Kelly McGillis, Wolf Larson, Adrian Zamet. It's gonna turn around. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa! Now that's a classic right there. Um, <laughs> so that one is titled "Storm Chasers: Revenge of the Twister," or was it "The Storm That Stole My Husband"? Or Top Gun Maverick dumped me. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, wow. what, are you, what are you going with on that one? A, of course. Storm Chaser yeah, is yes. I'd go with A. Revenge, yeah. Storm yeah. Chaser is yeah. Revenge of the Twister. Oh. And you would be correct. Richard, you were Good. so close, so close to getting a perfect score. Yeah. I know, but wow. I missed one. Oh, yeah, just missed yeah. one. You missed Stonados. You, you better go check out Stonados. You seem to have watched the other ones, so. I'll tell you this, the one that should have made that list was Night of the Twisters. That's actually a pretty good one. Ooh. I've actually heard that is good. I, I, I've heard that. It I is. agree. You're not the only one telling me that. I haven't seen it, but I've Wasn't heard Wasn't there good one that hit like a nuclear power plant and it was like a nuclear... Y- yeah, it was like know, nuclear twister or something, something. like that. Oh, yeah. I do like, like I was... Something. Yeah, that's that's an. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's another lightning round we're going to be able to bring back multiple times because there are that's lots of one. those out there. And Phil, I got to give you full credit for not throwing a Sharknado in there. Like I really yeah, was really. expecting too easy. Atomic yeah, I was expecting too easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's softball, yeah. softball stuff. So, uh, Richard, so yeah. do this. Um, let everybody know uh where they can learn more about uh, the twister movie museum where they can find out more information about your uh storm tours and and where else people can find or follow you okay so um first you if y'all want to go to the uh twister museum store at twistermuseumstore.com um you can see all of our fun merch that we have some of that you see behind us we have fun shirts and 
keychains and Dorothy sensors. Um, Twistermediumstore.com. You can also go to uh, twistercountry.com and you can also um, give us a ring. Um, If you want to stop by in the off season, we do tours by appointment uh, September through March. And we have our big Enter the Suck Zone event uh, where we're unveiling our tornado simulator and celebrating Dusty's role in Twister um, all day long on September 23rd, right here um, in the streets and on the streets of Waukeda. Uh, this is a yearly celebration, so make sure you put it on your bucket list to come out and see us. And uh, one thing I didn't get the, a chance to mention before is that we are going to have movie props from the Twisters movie um, at some point in time in the future once everything gets resolved there. Um, and otherwise, you can vid- visit us in Waukeda uh, right on Main Street. And then as far as the tours goes, you can Google search SWC Expeditions or go to severeweathercountry.com and book a tour. Our 2025 schedule will be released in the next probably seven to 10 days. Um, so grab a seat um, and come out and, and, and chase with us in 2025. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, you, you uh, better have for your uh, Dusty celebration. Um, and if you don't, I recommend you get them right now. Some baseball helmets with straws and, and drinking <laughs> uh, things or, or attachments yeah. to your vehicles for storm chasers. Uh, that would be a great yes. Twister Museum uh, uh, item. You got to get that. So, that hey, we're going to take our final break. Very cool. Yes. Okay. Yep. So we're going to take our final break. Don't forget, you can find our gear exclusively at helicity.co. So you can only get Stormfront Freaks branded merch at helicity.co. And backed by popular demand is our only you can prevent hashtag weatherfools shirts. We also have what are you drinking gear. Uh, you can view all our logo branded catalog and more at helicity.co, the weather stupor store for the freak in you. So we'll be right back. We've got our hashtag weather fools and another demonstration of weather troll by 5,000 coming up. Hey, I'm Tom Mizzle, winter weather expert at the weather channel. And you're listening to storm front freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. Well... We know what that sound means. It means it's time for Hashtag Weather Fools. And uh, we've got a bunch for you today. I know, Phil, you've got some that were sent in by uh, by viewers and listeners. And Dina's got one. I'm going to start tonight's Weather Fools category with, uh, this is very topical. This is from Hurricane Idalia. Idalia? Idalia? Now, okay, that's a car. Oh, my literally, gosh. Literally, this is on the highway. This is uh, uh, in Florida. Uh, and watch it here. It's an SUV beside him, and oh my God, it, it, it picks it up and and it it tosses it. Now, obviously, uh, obviously the 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 obvious weather fool here is everybody who's out driving. Yeah. In uh, category three hurricane landfall, like now, uh, listen. This is a video from a storm chaser. Obviously, you know they're probably got uh, doing all the right stuff, but. For the average person at being out on, I mean, it looks like there's a lot of vehicles out there. I mean, it's just not a smart idea. I don't care I think how you slice it. There's a tornado threat. There's always a tornado right. threat. Right. Right. Like we're talking about hurricanes, but but we all know that what comes along with hurricane landfalls, the SPC always, uh, you know, raises the the tornado threat. So this might have been some weird little, you know, suction vortice that just uh, popped up into one of the bands. But you know, take the the warning seriously. Get off the road. Be safe. Do you, do you yeah. know that was from a chaser? Yeah, uh, I think it was uh, Weingard. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right. You ready for mine, Greg? Yeah, Phil, what do you got? All right, so this comes from uh, Freak Fan Billy, and I call this a oh! Dalia. 
Adelia right one head. versus Storm Chaser Chad zero. Uh, so Storm Chaser Chad's obviously at Adelia, and he just gets nailed by debris right in his face, like right in the face. Boom! Oh. I hope that was cardboard and not metal. And then but he's like, yeah, no, it he, had to have been. It wasn't off. too bad. But he said, did you get that? Yeah, it's oh. great. Oh. Look at that face shot. Wow. <laughs> Wait, there was more than cardboard to that. Hey, that Phil, Phil, this has got to, you got to turn this into some sort of like uh, meme or, or like oh, gif yeah. or something like that of, you know, slow-mo getting hit in the face. That's great. Yeah, that, that is definitely oh. classic. All right, the next one comes from our Patreon teammate, Garrett. I call this Might Need a Mulligan. And uh, this is some guys on their golf cart on a golf course, and there's a tornado basically right behind them chasing them. Like, literally. I'm sure they're drinking a beer, too. Like, how much do you want to bet? You know what? Two, 300 yards away on the golf course, tornado right behind them, and they're trying to run away on a golf cart. Uh, you know, like the other thing here, guys, is you're on a golf course. Obviously, there's a thunderstorm involved here. And I mean, I think more people get killed in lightning storms on golf yeah, courses point. than and anywhere it's else. Golfers. golfers yeah, absolutely. Good point. All right. Next one comes from our freak fan page. I call this scaring the crap out of Adelia. And uh, this this person, Tara, says everybody at this Home Depot is getting hurricane supplies except this one woman is buying the 12-foot skeleton. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Everybody's batting down the hatches, and but someone else is like, oh, did you see that skeleton? That'll look great Her in our front yard. Her sister's at the wine store, too. <laughs> at least if she's at Home Depot, she can go through the line and get some combos oh and some God. stuff. Oh, my God. That's just, that is hilarious. That's pretty good. All right, next one back, our Patreon teammate, Garrett. I don't think the heavy stuff is going to come down for quite a while. <laughs> some more golfers. Some golfers. Uh, okay, so this course. this reminds me of Caddyshack, that the episode, or the, the, the scene where the priest is having the round of his life, yeah. and it's like a torrential yeah. rainstorm, thunderstorm, and he's like, I'm not leaving the course. I, I, don't, uh. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite a while. <laughs> I think we're good. And the, yeah, they're just torrential, oh sideways rain, God. all that good stuff. All right, uh. last one I got is our Patreon teammate, Steve. I call this I Need a Sub. And uh, oh. this is uh, a typhoon in the Philippines, and this is like a rec center. They're playing basketball, Whoa. and the ceiling just collapses. Oh, jeez! I mean, it really didn't look like anybody got hurt there. No, and and then they show another clip, same thing in the weight room section, and there's some debris falling, but people are running. But yeah, I mean, it looked like, fortunately, no one got hurt. I love that one woman is making sure she grabs her towel before she gets out. Like, let it go. (laughs) Right. It's just a towel. It's not like it's your wallet. So, so it's it's you know, I, I just think it's a typhoon. Uh, but you got to get the game in, you know. It's like, hey, right, right. I got to get my workout in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll well, take it's shelter. League, it's after. a league championship, <laughs> Phil. After all, that's awesome. Dina, what do you got for us? What kind of weather fool do you have? Uh, this one is uh, during Hillary, and it, you've always got oh, that no. guy in the SUV. Oh, yeah. I think we storm. saw this last week. Oh man, all we over the highway, hydroplaning. Yeah. You know. That's and crazy. a lot of times this is in the snow with these SUVs. You know, they go past you really fast, like nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, and they hit the cars. I mean, they're hydroplaning all over this road. Like, slow the hell down. So one of the things I was talking about on this, Dean, is like, I'm always, I'm always at that point to where, is this good? Is this not good? The person that decides to take their camera and go, hey, this is the spot where everybody always slides or gets in an accident to just film it. And I'm like, you know, the, the morality of that is it, yeah. you know, No, it's, it's awesome, right Phil. It's so right don't don't question it, Phil. It's a it's amazing. We love it. But we got a good weather full out of it. You bet. So listen, listen, this is uh episode one hundred and ninety-one. We're we're on the countdown to two hundred. And uh, you can check out all of those weather fools and more uh, uh, in the show notes uh, uh, for show 191 of the Stormfront Freaks.
All right, it's time for the Weather Trollbot 5000. And this is kind of where we find uh, people who've been getting dragged um, online. And Phil found this great robot in a garage sale with great uh, artificial intelligence. And what happens is when we find somebody screwing with one of our friends, we give it to the Weather Trollbot because most of our friends are more professional and even if right. they're getting dragged, they right. say something kind and nice in return. Right. Or is that really what they're thinking? Well, whether Trollbot's going to tell us the truth. So it's, it's really, it's an interpreter, isn't it, Dean? It is. It's yeah. a mind reader, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good. And and so we've, as you know, we've been playing, playing around with a little AI. And so we keep doing some new patches on Weather Trollbot. And so I, I added a new patch. This time around, are you any of you fans of Iron Man? Oh yes, and and Jarvis. Yes. So uh, so we've got a Jarvis patch on Weather Trollbot five thousand today. So we're going to see how that works out. But um, I, I'm going to go to our first uh, weather friend, uh, Katie Nicolau. I think is how you pronounce her last name. Uh, but Katie is a meteorologist up at CBS in Lansing, Michigan. And so here was the challenge. So she posted this um, uh, talking about, she said, um, uh, um, she's talking about she had a ponytail on, on air. And this guy, Mark O'Brien. So, you know, for Trollbot. We're, we're throw him under the bus. Throw him yeah, under the bus. Let's, yep. let's annihilate so him. So Mark O'Brien says, uh, good to grab onto when, when you're getting railed from the back. Oh, wow. Come on. Come on. Like who? Like who even who talks types that? that? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you. Uh, anyways, oh. here's what Katie said, right? So Dina, you talked about, and Greg, it's our our friends are always professional and they respond professional. And Katie said, "Don't be Mark." I posted a forecast with my hair in a ponytail today, and Mark here decided that was the best comment he could make. I hate incels like him. Right. That's, so I mean, listen, I I would expect nothing less from her than yeah. that right exactly but you guys know let's see no. every, everybody's everybody's we're all people right we all deal with right. emotions we all have things and and so if you're seeing hey good to grab on to yeah kind of bs um you know that's not what she was really thinking when she no. first read that so here's what we do as dina said with weather trollbot we're we're gonna go ahead and um and type it in uh to weather trollbot and um and then she's gonna compute what Katie was, was apparently really thinking. Here is what Katie was really thinking. What a face. Someone needs to tie this sticks not bag into a ponytail and rail on that with a hammer. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And in Jarvis's oh. voice, it's even better. Oh, that's great. Man. Uh, I, I play that again because that thing. actually was pretty. Kate, Katie was uh, thinking really good there. I play that again, but mm -hmm. I don't want MJ to have to edit all that uh, a, <laughs> yeah, a second time. Yeah, because I'm a hole through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you, right. think, you know, as a woman, though, I'm just going to say this: any guy who's talking like that, he ain't got a girl. No, he does. Yeah, 100. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark O'Brien. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, next one. Is. Uh, so Kim McDonald, Kim McDonald is with the Weather Network, um, and she had uh, so up in Canada, up yeah. in Canada, yeah, your neck yeah. of the woods. Yep, yeah. there's, I know somebody up in Canada. Um, today is, she said, today is the seventh anniversary of my favorite clapback, and I love it because she spelled it like a Canadian: F A V O U R I T E, favorite uh, clapback. But so, so here it is. So Kim McDonald, seven years ago, posted, when thunder roars, get indoors, hashtag life lessons learned in five words. Now, I'm going to ask you two. That's like, pretty straightforward. Is that post, would that even warrant probably any kind of troll? No. No. But, Only an but idiot. Here's K.O. K.O. said, uh, shut up. Wow. After posting when, when Thunder Roars. And and listen, indoors. she is the sweetest woman on earth. Like is she, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no. All right. Unreal. So so we gotta we gotta type this bad boy in and uh <laughs> see, see what we got. 
here is what Kim was really thinking. Wow. I've said things more likely to get a pit to dick comment like this. Didn't expect it here. <laughs> off Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kim, it's that nice. actually wasn't too bad. So Kim mm -hmm. must be pretty nice that, that even her uh, trollbot thoughts were, were not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> Pity dick comment. That was pretty good. <laughs> Pity dick. That's a, that's a good one. All right. So I, I'll say this. If, if any of you uh, out there listening, watching, you guys uh, see any trolls, any of our weather friends uh, hearing some stupid comments from uh, trolls, let us know. And uh, we'll, in future episodes, see what weather Trollbot has to think. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to check out our freak fan box this week. Uh, we got a couple. We've got uh, Hunter on Twitter said it wouldn't be a proper road trip without listening to at Stormfront Freak and at Chaser Chat. So nice. thank you, right Hunter. On. Thanks, man. Uh, listening to us on your road trip. Actually, I think he was heading down to Adelia. Uh, he was chasing Adelia. All right, uh, we also have UK forecasters on Twitter. This was uh, regarding episode 190 with uh, Adeline and Beckett, if you guys recall that show. Uh, said, I just finished watching the stream, and it was very good. So we'll get a very good. We'll, we'll take very good. I'll take a very good any day. Yeah. Uh, you guys have right. been married twice, right? <laughs> 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 All right, next one, uh, the Texas Storm Boy on Twitter. Said at Stormfront Freak, what an awesome podcast with Adeline Spears and more weather official. Uh, I hope you plan on bringing them back on another time. So we we did get a lot of great comments on that episode. It was a fun show. It was a great show. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so we'll have to. We will. We'll have to get them back. I I mean, here's the thing. This could be a long running thing if those two stay in the weather industry as long as I think they will. Uh, we'll we'll have them back on all the paths of their weather. Trip. Uh, Dina, it seems like maybe Phil's setting us up here a little bit the writing might be on the wall maybe maybe they're after our jobs over here uh -oh. try uh, to take it <laughs> go ahead all right so uh you go ahead and mention us in your next post you might see it on our, our next episode as well and i think that just about does it for this episode of stormfront freaks live so thanks for tuning in before we announce the next guest of our ep next episode do us a favor and really, if, if you enjoy the show, hit that follow or subscribe button on YouTube or your podcast player, and uh, you can really help us get discovered if you just word of mouth. If, if there's an episode you really like that you're listening to or watching, just share that. Hit the share button, share it on your social media, you know, let them know, let us know too what you liked about the show. Uh, might also uh, give us something that we can share on the next episode. Uh, but let's find out how we can follow our freaks. Dean, I'm going to start with you. Where can people find you and your stuff? I am LadyPilot70 on X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. Are you making that transition? Are you calling it X, or are you still um, adding the Twitter part? I mean, Twitter I just did it now, or... and it was it was painful. Yeah. I still say Twitter. I, I, I started a couple episodes ago throwing in X, and I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, whatever. I might be done saying <clears throat> that. But, uh, well, Greg, how about you? What, whatever you're going to call it, it still sucks. Um, <laughs> but I'm on it, and uh, I'm Tornado Greg on Instagram and uh, uh, Twitter and all that stuff. And uh, if you want to learn how to use your camera, I have a great website called cameraeasy.ca. And I teach people how to use their fancy digital or mirrorless camera. Yeah. And you can do that on your own schedule too, which is kind of cool about that. Uh, yeah. Do it on your own time. So, and go back to it, which is awesome. Uh, you can find me. I'm usually uh, on at Stormfront Freak on Twitter. Uh, that's usually where I, I do most of my posts. I uh, do want to say special thanks to our guest tonight, Richard Gross. That was a lot of fun Woo! learning about the museum and and all that cool stuff uh i'm looking forward to what happens with them here as the sequel comes out as well uh but our next episode gang we're gonna address the mental health challenges that come with working in the weather industry or being a storm victim uh former behavioral health and wellness officer for the national weather service valerie gardner is going to be joining us uh to kind of talk about that and and i think there's going to be a lot of good information we'll get from her there um, Stormfront Freaks are going to be uh, live Thursday, September 14th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central on YouTube. And, of course, the audio podcast will be available that weekend.
So uh, for Greg and for Dina and MJ's in the background and Angela's Woo. back there as well, uh, I'm going to signal the all clear and we'll catch you next time. So good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. You can watch our bi-weekly show live on youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks and download the audio version on your favorite podcast player. For links to our Patreon team of exclusive benefits, show notes, past shows, new videos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our interactive chaser radar from our friends at zoomradar.com. If you'd like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.